Good afternoon, you guys. Okay. So, if you guys read the description at all on Spotify or whatever you're listening to it on, on the Elf episode, I was like, at the end, I was like, oh, I'm going to do mine. And the crazy thing is, I like recorded like a whole hour's worth of stuff. But the elf that is like a part of my family or like um that works with my family um he did not want (laughs) you guys to know all because it was deep so i just want you guys to know like when you're listening to these ancestor face stories um i'm gonna do a bunch of different ones i'll definitely call out like um um cities states or like you know just different places that you guys may be from or have family from or like have past relatives from like down your ancestry list however it resonates with you um or if you live in those current places it may resonate or even if you don't and the whole story just sounds and it feels right to you um like your heritage may be mentioned or something like that then this could be your ancestor story but um they did not want me to tell you guys my stuff like it was too top secret i guess so um yeah that's that's the one that i'm doing now moving forward it's not for me or my family basically i'm gonna be doing y'all's but it's anonymous because it's like um i don't do personal readings you know what i mean so it's like whoever is drawn to these readings whatever ancestor story you're drawn to um it could be for you okay just listen in and see or just listen to somebody else's amazing um, face story. But I'm just going to tell you, you guys, this is going to be very entertaining, okay? I have two. They're two phase. So this one's a dwarf and a nymph. Is in your, whoever this story belongs to. Um, and I'll describe also the ancestors that's telling me the story, that's like helping narrate the story for you. So that may resonate with some people too. Like, oh, that's, oh shit, that's grandpa or whatever. That's grandma or whatever. Okay. So this is going to be interesting. This is my first one. Um, I'll be trying to teach you guys about different fae and also share stories about them. Now, the thing is, I did an elf episode because I was thinking I was going to do, you know, an elf story. But my elf story couldn't be shared. So I'll do like a episode on dwarfs and nymphs um, after you know maybe another day or something like that so that you guys can understand their energies because now we're going to be talking about it in this story okay so let's go somebody has ancestors or family from maine illinois or canada and what i'm hearing in particular it could be like i think it's victoria bc canada or something like that and then i'm also hearing um toronto and like a really weird name in canada it's just almost like it's not weird but it's like an indigenous name um i can't pronounce it and i feel like it starts with an a um that's another thing i'm hearing like they're trying to pronounce it for me but i don't understand how to say it Um, But there's another place in Canada that could be like a Native American name or an indigenous name. And it starts with an A or has an A in it. Um, Your family could be from there as well. Um, You can have Inuit in your bloodline, like Inuit. Um, 
I think the derogatory name is like the Eskimos, but you can have like Inuit, um, Native American in you as well. Um, your family could be from Maine or you could have lived in Maine or visited Maine at some point in time. And Illinois, I'm here in Chicago for sure. Yeah. I'm also here in Missouri. Somebody's from like St. Louis, Missouri, or they have family from there or something like that. Someone that's listening could be 22 years old. And someone that's listening could have an 8-year-old. Is another thing I'm saying. They could have you could have a child that's 8 years old. Take any of that as it resonates. So, these two um beings, we're going to get into their ages later in the story when they get introduced. But let's see what ancestor is um reaching out to you and letting you know what's going on so we have a couple ancestors here we have um a couple a couple that was married they could have passed around the same time um they could have also been together since like they were teens is what i'm saying like you know married when it was like maybe 18 19 20 like married really young but they stayed married their whole life grandma and grandpa that stayed together their whole life um i'm also seeing a great grandpa and this could be dad's great grandpa or i mean dad how, how do i say that like i'm seeing three generations of um men so like the people in your family could have like um the names passed down like senior junior and you know the second the third all that kind of stuff like they can have like at least gen- three generations of men with the same name in your family if that resonates this could be your story as well somebody has like a big mama or like a, a nona um a, abuelita uh whatever you call them just allow it to fit your story um Let's see. Someone also could have, um, damn, I'm seeing, like, it's more than three generations. It's, like, four generations of men is what I'm saying. Maybe there's, like, a fourth in your family or, like, somebody, like, maybe your dad's the fourth or something like that. Somebody has four generations of men in their family where it's like they all got the same name. First, middle, last name. Um, I'm also seeing like... um, This is not going to resonate for everybody, but for somebody, um, like the fourth generation like left the family to be with his wife maybe or like he left really young to be with his wife he probably didn't follow in the footsteps of um of the three men before him like the three generations before him he could have been like the black sheep of the family is what i'm saying this might resonate for some people and his wife was very um indifferent too like i feel like they were a little bit more magical than everybody else in their family maybe everybody else was like logic they um they kind of like worked with logical things, things that could make sense, things that were like, you know, 
tangible. Um, they could have also been like writers, herbalists, or just into herbs and things like that. Um, somebody made clocks, or they owned like a clock shop, or they were into like technical things like that, you know what I mean? Like fixing little things. I'm also seeing like this is a, a, a long time ago, so it's like I'm actually reading for somebody's ancestors that were like like a long time ago like one generation could have been like your recent grandfather that you like grew up with or something and then like before him it could have been like you know um maybe like african-americans if you're african-american and this is resonating maybe it's like during that time where like we were finally able to go to school and like learn to read and write and then before that it's like um i feel like this is this could be for African American uh person in particular, but it does not have to be. But what I'm seeing is it's like um time is it's like Black Wall Street. Some some of y'all could have been in like Black Wall Street or like journalists, newspaper writers, boat makers, time uh clock makers, had a clock shop, a boat shop, some type of herb shop. Um and it's like something somebody wanted, like, it's like the things that this family was doing was like uh, the stuff that I just mentioned. And it's like maybe, maybe like the fourth son or like maybe your grandpa, grandfather, you're like your immediate one or something like that. Um, the one that like left the family, he could have been like more like eccentric or like, you know, just into like... Um, occult things magic uh i think maybe like he was into candles or something he could have also had a daughter this daughter could be like maybe your mother or like your grandmother it depends on what generation this is that you're listening to you're like oh that's papa or that's papa's dad or you know whatever that is for you but he could have had a daughter it's like they only had one kid is what i'm saying this kid could be either your mom or your grandma um, or your aunt or something depends on who this is for you and it's like she loved to garden she has some type of gardening gift okay so she used to like candles or she worked with candles since she was a kid or she does something with like she has some type of gifts with candles she could be very unique and eccentric as well but it's like this this the whoever it is that's like the fourth um he could either be the fourth or the fifth Okay, he could be the fourth or the fifth, depending on how this generation's reading, because I'm reading for a lot of different people. Um, and he left the family business. Like, they were like Black Wall Street and, like, business and booming and, like, taxis and boats and, like, you know, kind of, like, getting stuff off the ground. I feel like um, um, his wife, when he left the family, his wife was, like, a really good cook. So maybe she was, like, making plates or, you know, they had, like, their own little, like, at-home restaurant type of thing going on where it's, like, you know, she make the plates and they were kind of doing their own thing. He was, it's not telling me what his position was yet. It just is showing me, like, he left the family. And they were very unique and different. Like, she did, like, nature magic. And their daughter, when she was born, she had natural gifts where she would, like, work with candles, do candle work or like she made candles with her mom and they had some type of like shop you know what I mean like instead of doing like clocks and like boats and stuff like that like 
manual labor or like typical things they were doing things that was like abnormal like bro you're gonna make some candles bro you know what i mean like what like what like um our family business has been doing clocks because your grandfather and it's like well i don't want to do clocks i want to make candles i want to sell flowers and pies and stuff with my wife and my kid you know what i mean it's like it's like that um so whether this is your grandfather or your great grandfather that i'm talking about um or your grandma your mother your auntie whoever i'm talking about it's like uh they were very unique and different out of everybody in the family okay nobody else could see this and i feel like they didn't even see their full potential they just was put in love into everything that they did okay so that is the descriptions of the people talking about the story who was involving i hope that makes sense for somebody even if it don't whatever let's just get into it so i'm not going to describe them anymore because uh that was that part of it now we're just going to get into the story i'm just going to allow it to flow but again we're mentioning a fourth or fifth grandfather um that has like a fourth or fifth generational name that's been passed down he's telling the story with the ones that came before him along with his wife that is also passed away and then there's like a aunt and or a grandmother um that is his daughter that's like this fourth or fifth person's daughter that's also here telling the story so you have like a collection of people telling this story let's see how many people we got one two three four five six seven eight you have eight ancestors here telling you this story okay so you may even feel their energy around you while i'm telling you this you might hear like if this is your story you might feel goosebumps or you may feel like um hairs raised or, or something like that you know just to let you know that it's like it's them so let's see <laughs> so how this connection with um these fey folk came about was someone stumbled upon some money okay someone in your family stumbled upon money now the thing is this could have been a dwarf's money because you have a dwarf and a nymph here okay and no you have oh shit you had a fairy that was hidden too so you actually have three, but I'm feeling like this fairy and this nymph is actually the same, um, but it's like a shapeshift. So I feel like this um, this fairy that was hidden, it's like it's actually a fairy, but it's like they can shapeshift into like a nymph. So again, we'll um, break down all of this another day. But this dwarf, this nymph fairy... It's like this ancestor stumbled upon their money, is what I'm saying. Um, they didn't know where the money came from, but I feel like this these fae folk came to their door. Yeah, they came to their door like to check them about the money. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. What am I seeing? Yeah, I'm seeing three beings. Three celestial beings or fey folk. And then there's like one. This could have been 
the the fourth I'm, I'm just gonna say the fifth okay so if it's not the fifth then just take it as a resonate but i'm gonna just say the fifth so the 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 fifth generation basically or whatever grandfather this person um was a child and when this person was a child they could see fairies they could see um fae folk in the garden that their mother had okay so the garden that their mother had they can see these things they were um fighting off bees and like wasps and stuff and like they like your ancestors could have had like a garden and there was always like a wasp nest or a bee nest um surrounding it or near it because uh maybe like grandma or great grandma planted a bunch of flowers everywhere and it was a beautiful um i feel like beautiful abundant garden there was lots of war and battle going on in this garden between fey folks and like um insects and different things like that that only your grandfather can see yeah only he could see it it's like um he would also like warn them of dangers like okay um it's gonna be a storm coming or you notice especially if you grew up with this grandfather you notice that like he'd be the type that's like it smells like it's gonna rain today or like and, and you know other people in the family be like grandpa what but it's like you would actually like be like grandpa you're right you know like it did rain today and you know how did you do that or how did you know it's like he can see things in the sky and the clouds um that other people couldn't see very very gifted yeah so now it's telling me like he was out in the garden somewhere and he was drawn to this specific area he could have been the type of like curious kid where he um, because i'm seeing a lot of night fall nighttime he could have been very curious as a kid where it's like um he went out and uh explored at night when he was supposed to be in bed okay um i don't know how that works like whoever whatever he everybody could have been asleep he just snuck out the window or something but it was nighttime and it was a certain area where like the fireflies were or um, a certain area that was like lit by the moon but there was another light showing it was like he's seen the moon but it's like he's seen another speck of light or something and he started to go towards it it could have even been like a group of a bunch of orbs and he thought they were fireflies so he's going towards this right when he goes um there's a dwarf that's there this dwarf actually has his own money so not all the time are they leprechauns you know it's not always a leprechaun sometimes it's a dwarf um or another fae folk but this dwarf had like his money his abundance and stuff there he could have been like working on something some type of craft or something and it's like uh your grandfather like basically knocked on this door <laughs> you know it's like you're walking up in my space you in my area um this is this is his home he's doing something but it's like since it's um in the middle of the night only gifted people could see or only children could see you know like nobody else can see them 
because um, they're interdimensional. So it's like it could have even been like literally in the middle of the night, like during the witching hour or something. Um, at this point, I'm seeing that like because they don't really want to be seen by humans, they like scurried away. Um, but I feel like when he scurried away, it's something about maybe like. Yeah, your your ancestor, your your grandfather could have um found his money or like found some coins or something of his. So when he found the treasure, it's like uh I believe you like they owe you owe them something or um I think you have like control over like something like that. Let me see. They'll, yeah, they'll hit you with the basic magic. Like, you can, um, you can basically, like, um, they can help you out with, like, alchemy and basic magic. So, it's like, um, I'm feeling like, and, like, they can assist you with, like, um, stones, crystals, you know, metals, making things, being, like, crafty. And stuff like that. So it's like he could have like wanted like some type of wish. Or he could have wished them for something. Yeah. He could have wished them for like a talent or a gift or some type of skill. And one of those skills or some of those skills or like depending on what he asked for will get more into the channeling. You could still have that in your bloodline like right now. So what it sounds like it's explaining is like how your generational gifts came about um that's dope so he like had he had the name it's like okay when when he stumbled upon this dwarf and the dwarf ran real quick he left behind a lot of his belongings and one thing i explained in the elf podcast that i did before this one i know i'm gonna do dwarfs um later on to explain them but with these fae folks if you know their name you have control over them and you kind of like make them weaker so it's like he left literally all his belongings and like something with his name could have been on it the dwarf so it's like um or like a sigil of his so even if it's like just a certain sigil like a rune if you look up runes if you don't know what those mean um like a certain rune or something you know how like prince at some point in time he uh he changed his name to a symbol that's a sigil so it's like people couldn't say his name they just had to like show the little thing and that's prince it's like that so it's like since he knew what that was he had control over this dwarf and it's like he couldn't attack him he had to like work for him um and like give him messages or something like that he had to like work with him through giving messages through animals or like spirit animals or something so i feel like your grandpa had like a dog or something that he was like able to communicate with or like you could notice that he may be drawn to dogs or like pets or something um some type of familiar pet and it's like they had like this close connection um almost like telepathic that's like one of his gifts that he got from um knowing this um dwarf's name and like having his belongings and stuff damn he pimped him basically 
Yeah, it's like, um, and then on top of that, oh no, okay, so it's telling me that he had more than just, um, the dwarf. It's like something about also the orbs he's seen, it's like he caught two different light orbs, so it's not one that's shapeshifted. He has three beings in his possession because of what he's seen that night. So, it's like when he stumbled outside, he found out the name of this dwarf, was able to, like, get grants and wishes for him. But he also found a nymph. And and I'm seeing, like, a water nymph or, like, yeah, she could be, like, a water, um, yeah, she's a water nymph, like a water spirit. And then I'm also seeing, like, a fairy. He caught three beings literally under this moon it's like you he, he seen them all that night like um their portals that they was coming through their homes that they was in like damn <laughs> and it's like in order for him to like keep quiet we they was like okay we'll get you whatever you need the main one was the fairy that was like she could have made the um she's like a high priestess like she's very powerful um, she could have been, like, a queen fairy or something like that. Um, and then with this dwarf, he was, like, very skilled at what he did. He was, like, working on something important, um, magical maybe, under the moon. Like, and he was probably charging his creations under the moon and stuff. So, it's, like, he had a lot of valuable, like, resources and stuff. You could also notice that, like, your grandpa collects, like, ancient artifacts and stuff. Some of that shit, like, especially if it's, like, passed down there, like... Oh, this ring was from our great, 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 something, something, something. It's like, yeah, bro, that ring was actually from, like, a dwarf. You know what I mean? Like, shit like that. Where it's like, watch the Lord of the Rings. I'm like, I'm picking up, like, Lord of the Rings. Like, some of this movie, some of these movies is, like, based off your generational background. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that Bilbo bagging shit, and then Frodo gets the ring, and then he got, goes on all this stuff. It's, like, something about, like, that. Somebody has an ancient ring or an ancient coin or something like a sword or, you know, something very unique that has, like, runes engraved in it and something that's in their family, that's been in their family for a long time. And it's, like, um, people probably just put it to the side, forgot about it and shit, but it's, like, your grandpa's, like, nah, this is this how I got it and this is what it is. He had literally three fairies and i feel like with the nymph i'm gonna have to confirm this but i feel like with some nymphs they can go back and forth between like genders like um male and female i'm gonna have to confirm that when when i'm doing the podcast so i'll confirm that later on but something like that is what i'm seeing um what i'm also seeing is like his daughter remember when i said he like grew up and had a daughter his daughter had gifts and they worked with her too um she used to like read and draw it's like she could see them and she could draw them what they look like um some of you guys may have like artistic abilities to be able to draw and stuff or like see light orbs floating or something or you might just like be drawing and sketching and you may notice you're drawing like fantasy fey things and stuff like that that's because like you see them too um and this is, like, one of the gifts that was automatically granted when, um, 
when you know he he basically found them yeah what i'm also seeing is like um they they were not a bad face so none of them are bad face so you don't have to worry about oh my god we caught this one and he's bad no i feel like if anything like if somebody tries to do something to you they will turn bad but they're not um what i'm also seeing is they helped him a lot because um they noticed that you know as him being a child he cared a lot like he was very different from his family he would be the type to like save a snail like you know what i mean like if you've seen a snail like you know when it's raining and like all the worms and snails come up he might like be the one to like move the worms and save them from like drowning as a kid and like shit you could have even done that as a kid too um and then like save the snails like if you see a snail on a sidewalk you like move it to the side so it don't get stepped on and the shell get cracked and all that kind of stuff like you could be that type of kid and your grandpa was also that type of kid um literally when he's like helping his mom in her garden he would see them waving at him like it's it's like hella obvious like that like he had that type of gift clairvoyance is what i'm seeing and what i'm picking up so your family could have clairvoyance abilities you could have clairvoyant abilities um from um it's like uh it was something that was natural but it's like it got um enhanced and it you can see them even more um with certain like like it's like your family can see them even more um during a certain time of day or something like that yeah during a certain time of day you guys can like see them even more than others because of um these gifts he also fed them like he um he could have put like milk outside or like cream or porridge or something outside for them in his mom's garden he kept them fed like he really worked with them it wasn't just like oh i captured you and da 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 like the water nymph even he would bring her like food or like i don't know fish like if your uh grandpa was into fishing and like you know all of them fish like you know because i'm talking about like generations of um men if they all fished or they got like this fishing um gift or ability or they just love it or whatever they also like something about like they used to um uh help the water nymph this way too like maybe some of those fish was like trying to eat her or something i don't know how to explain it but it's like um you guys were saving her too and the crazy thing is it's like um this without you even knowing um you guys saved this water nymph for like from like a fairy king but it wasn't a good fairy king like um it's like when you um you know what i'm picking up i'm not you your uh your grandpa it's like your grandpa saved um this water nymph from like a, a, a captivity with this bad fairy king so it's like what i'm picking up is like this this fairy queen this high priestess and this water nymph were like um working together with this dwarf and he was making them and he was charging like some type of magical sword or hammer or something like that for them to like fight off this fairy king because it's like two feminine energies against a masculine energy and he's a fairy king so he has mystical powers and strength as well um but she's in captivity so it's like she came to this very powerful fairy 
to get help and it's like that's what they were all doing together and he was like in the middle of making these um magical things under a certain moon with certain like runes and stuff to take this guy down so he could free her and it's like your um papa came in and like freed her because he you know found them got the scoop on what was happening and like helped them um yeah so it's like everybody was able to run off happy and then on top of that he was like feeding them and shit like that like you know juice or whatever the hell they was eating back in the day apple juice and you know sweet cakes and tarts and cherries and grapes and like he was allowing them to be like okay um you know my mom maybe has me go and pick food to bring to the house every tuesday i'll give you guys um extra this and that and it's like they would have plenty because they're you know they're fairies so he would like you know give them extra carrots and stuff like that and cherries and apples and green beans or whatever the hell was growing in his mom's garden um i feel like with his dad like with his father he didn't even know that like um i feel like generationally um wait what am i seeing They also would see them in dream time as well and, like, fight. It's, like, um, generationally, another gift you guys have that came from working with these fae is, like, um, you help them in, in like, um, I keep saying you. Your papa helped them in, um, in his childhood and in his lifetime um, battle, you know, bad things and evil fae and all that kind of stuff right and it's like you know bees and other things hunger whatever right and it's like in dream time um what they would give you is like secrets to what was going on around you for you to protect yourself so if there was like a dark energy around you like a friend a foe i mean i keep saying you i guess it's i guess i'm still saying you because this gift could be like your gift too but I'm seeing a grandpa, so he's telling me, like, not only does he have this gift, but you do too, and maybe your family, because I keep saying you. But I'm looking at a grandpa, you know what I'm saying? So, whatever. Um, but, like, the gift that the fae gave your family is, in dream time, you can see your enemies, or you can see people that have bad intentions for you, and things like that. So, it's like... Things that other people can't see, messages that other people don't get, you get them in your dreams and like envision spurts and like deja vu moments and things like that. Because it's like you, uh, you, no, your grandfather, sorry, your grandfather, um, has been helping them forever and he gets naps under trees. It's like if you nap under a tree, like if you guys would nap under a tree, whoever this is resonating with, it's like, um, you'll notice that like you'll get the best downloads of your life um yeah he also grandpa also set up protection around his mom's garden in the house and like their land by like taking rocks and writing certain runes on them of protection so like look into like uh, especially if you're like norse um look into like elder food rocks um runes and like you know the runes of like odin and um there's a whole bunch of um i think there's even like a 
Celtic version of runes. Like, there's different types. And then even if you're not those cultures, you can do hieroglyphs, you know, like, uh, if you're into, like, ancient Kemet, or you can even do, like, sacred geometry, whatever you're into. But you can do, like, what they're saying and put them on rocks and or crystals and set them around different parts of your home or your land and set up, like, a protection grid. That's something that, um... It's like a gift of yours naturally. Um, due to like your grandfather, what he did. Um, grandpa could have lived on like a road, like a fork in the road. But it's like, um, he will always be led. Like, okay, what I'm also seeing is like, he could have lived on a fork in the road or somewhere in the country. But it's also telling me like, um, Whenever he needed guidance or direction in life, they would show him exactly where to go. Um, he's, they're also telling me this water nymph he's seen in the flesh before. Like, she actually showed him her human form. I feel like when he became of age or something like that. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, maybe when he got to a certain age and he wasn't a kid anymore, this nymph, like, um fully showed her um herself in the woods um and tried to offer him a cup of love but he did not take it because he knew it's like um it's not that it's bad it's just like he just knew better it's like he knew something about um being with a fae folk was just not the smartest thing it's like yes I saved her yes I work with her yes I trust her but it's like at the same time, we already have this deal or this agreement going on. So he didn't want to get tricked or get stuck in a situation or get bamboozled or anything like that. So he did not take her cup of love. And it's kind of a good thing because it's like something about this water nymph that if you do drink from her cup, you'll die. Um, I don't know how to explain it. It's not like she's a bad nymph. It's just like that's that's her gift. That's what she does. That's the only thing she knows. So it's like she is offering a couple of probably because it's like, you know, she wanted to be one of them, but it was more out of promiscuity. So, um, yeah, he could have died if he would have, if, if Papa wouldn't have used his right mind and he would have been thinking with something else, he could have passed. But, you know, he, you know, he did it. He did his thing. He, um, he thought with the right part of his body and he did not take that cup of love from her. So, a little bit about the fairy. Um, she has, like, this alluring energy. Um, it's almost like she makes you see what she wants to see. Um, like, whatever she wants you to see through your eyes, you'll see it. Illusions, disguises type of thing. Um, like, looks can be deceiving. Um glamour spells glamour magic things like that like um making things enchanted placing charms upon people um another thing is like um basically like one of the energies that your family carries but uh working with this energy hey bubba no thank you sorry <laughs> One of these um, energies that you guys carry working with this uh, this fairy 
it's like um people may not be able to read your energy it's like um, a lot of important details about like what people want to find out about you is like hidden or it's like um you're mysterious and then it's like when people do really find out about you it's like oh shit i would have never guessed that it's like don't judge a book by its cover type of energy looks can be deceiving um people having to learn about you deeper because it's like you're so gorgeous you're so beautiful or whatever and it's like your energy is so powerful but it's like nobody really knows you they could have been your friend for 14 years or something but it's like you don't really know me because it's like there's some type of illusion over it even though it's not like you're not trying to be yourself because you are yourself but it's like people still can't read your energy if that makes sense that is basically um the phase magic that is in your family and it's probably not just you it's like a lot of people in your family people just can't read them it's like you know like does your brother like me you know are you sure like stuff like that and then with the nymphs energy it's like um even though your grandpa refused it and he didn't die it's like he since he refused that cup it like came up on him where it's like it didn't go in him it's on him now so it's like you know um you guys could have like this um siren type energy where it's like very erotic very sexy very like um people lust after you um people may try to seduce you or you easily seduce other people you have seductive powers um where it's like if you really went for it you can lure people into doing things that you want um emotionally um but it's like the way to balance that and not like control people by um seducing them all the time and like making them do what you want them to do it's like balancing out yourself your self-care self-respect self-love things like that because if you don't it's like you'll just you know be like a sex maniac and you could just control people basically um it's like this promiscuous behavior could be in there somewhere um she stayed over like this body of water um fresh water so your your grandfather could have lived near like some type of fresh body of water had like some type of water fountain in the backyard near the garden or like near a waterfall or a well he could even have a well somewhere um yeah but she was an an enchantress and a nymph so it's like if you watch that movie what movie is that i think it was suicide squad and remember that um suicide squad uh the the uh i think she was a villain i guess um but she was called enchantress and like she was hella ancient and shit like that it's like that basically she's like a mix of like a nymph and an enchantress um that resides over fresh bodies of water or lives near fresh bodies of water so that's how we can describe her all right so now that we figured out <laughs> some dirty details about what happened with Grandpa, <laughs> she tried to offer him the the nymph coon coon. That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> so I asked, like, what ways do these um, fae show themselves um, to you, to your family? They show themselves in crows. You could be drawn to frogs or, like, hear frogs somewhere. Especially if you guys live around, like, ponds or, like, fresh bodies of water or something. You can hear frogs croaking at night. 
um black cats and ravens so crows and ravens the difference between them ravens they have like this purplish greenish hue depending on the gender if it's a boy or, or a girl they have um greenish purplish uh purplish hues when you see them and then crows are just black they're not really like shiny um so that's how you can tell the difference between them but this is how they show themselves to you your fae and then um the black cat if you ever see a black cat around or you have one or something like that um that's also one of your fae incarnated so yeah there's that (laughs) um some of the gifts some more gifts that we're going to get into that's in your family naturally from this um experience from your grandfather is earth magic okay so you guys are able to use earth magic to do a lot of things um also what i'm seeing is it's like um it's almost like you guys have wings like you don't literally have wings on your back some of you guys could have wings tattooed but like um it's literally like um you guys are able to take flight on things that other people can't take flight on like you're able to um commit and like get shit done if you need to you know what i mean um you guys are also able to conquer and 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 triumph over like victimization and fear because it's like you know you have this dwarf on your side to like make your weapons and like you know what i'm saying it's like you don't have to really stress or worry about fear it's like you always end up overcoming it um having an open heart deepening connections and also like blessings involved with water so it's like water manifestations spiritual baths things like that it's like it could come natural to you um moving forward with situations you also have healing hands and a very active um third eye chakra is what i'm seeing too learning how to um somebody can go into the forest and just know certain portals and like you might sit in front of that fucking tree and like get some type of information or something it's like or like you could even be the type of person that likes to go picnic or like you know go outside um and eat with your friends or something and it's like you find the perfect tree to sit in front of and it's like without you even knowing noticing it you get hella downloads or you just finding out shit that's the earth magic that's them working with you um also the more you connect with nature and go out um the more you'll notice that like obstacles start removing from your life like the hardships and stuff just start fading away because it's like they're working with you i bet you some of y'all like damn i need to go outside yeah you do (laughs) you really do um okay let's see what else they got for you guys so i'm seeing like also um since he basically was knocking on their door and found their money and everything from seeing them um and then like i'm saying he could draw them too he was like very gifted at drawing them or like some type of writing them down or like he could have stories or journals or a diary or something he has something that he would write down he could have also been like the type that shared stories he um with the family like um maybe your grandpa was into like um sharing stories like when everybody sat around at the table for dinner or whatever um he could have been a little type to like you'd be like oh grandpa i want to hear your stories or your stories are lit or you know da, 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 da. 
And it's like everybody would, you know, gather around to hear what he had to say. But it's like it wasn't made up stories. It was like what he would really witness seeing in with his own eyes as a child. But it's like it came off like they were fairy stories or it came off like, oh, um, you know, like the older you guys got, your parents or somebody that didn't believe could have like, oh, don't listen to grandpa. He's just old and kooky or whatever. But it's like, no. He's really telling you or he was really sharing the stuff that he experienced and seen like wars and stuff, fairy wars and stuff when he was a kid. But it's like as time went by, I feel like, yeah, people tried to like throw what he was saying under the bus or like um, just try to like throw out his ideas, like kick him to the curb. Like, yeah. Like, the older, like, like maybe Grandpa, like, starts to get seen now or, like, um, disassociated. He was detached from the world. Like, you know, he seemed like he was far out there with everything he was saying. But in reality, he really wasn't. So, that's going to resonate for somebody. Um, okay, so for, um, for one of them, they're not giving me their age. And I'm starting to feel like it could be um, the fairy goddess. Like, she's, she's not giving me her age. Um, but two of them did. So, the fairy, actually, she was, like, hidden. Like, I didn't even see her when I first started to do all this. So, she was hidden. So, she didn't even give me her age. And she might not. Um, but I got the dwarf and the water nymph's age. So, the dwarf is 3,447 years old. And the water nymph is 1,000... 642 years old and the fairy that was trying to stay hidden she doesn't want to tell you her age <laughs> so there's that okay uh that's interesting too that's cool you guys got some ancient beings working with you and one of them is probably like hella 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 ancient that's probably why she's like no i ain't about to tell you my shit um okay let's see what these charms gotta tell us about some stuff some of you guys have family that's from New Orleans. At least two people in New Orleans or two people lived in New Orleans before. Some of you guys um, have family that are Celtic is what I'm seeing or Irish. Um, yes, there's lots of fairy stories that go on in this family. You're definitely from a family that believes in other beings and other realms and things. Um, yeah. What I'm also seeing is somebody, as a child, you liked Hello Kitty. That's going to resonate for something. Um, Hello Kitty and, like, dolls, collecting dolls is what he's saying. This could be your grandfather in particular, like, trying to confirm that it's for you. Um, the two fairies are actually present in the charms that I'm reading. I see them in the charms. <laughs> Um, someone could, 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 ah, excuse me, someone could have used to collect buttons when they were a kid or like they were obsessed with buttons, all different types of size buttons and stuff like that. Someone likes yin yang or they have a chain that has yin yang or something on it or like a tattoo maybe. Um, someone loves holidays, Halloween and Easter could have been someone's favorite holiday or it's significant in a way, a birthday maybe. Um, someone could be a Libra that's listening. Someone has a family member that was a sailor 
or had a boat. I'm seeing like uh, na- the little, uh, I guess navy is what I'm trying to say. But like the little anchor or the, the steering wheel or whatever that shit's called. I don't know. I'm not a boat person. <laughs> I also see like a bunny playing tennis. So maybe somebody likes Lola Bunny. Um, but also I'm seeing like maybe somebody's nickname's Bunny. Somebody played tennis. Growing up, someone has a totem of an owl, or they have an owl tattoo or a picture or something. Someone was called queen or princess. Someone is actually Christian. Someone actually could be Jewish, their family or something like that. Um, Their upbringing. Someone also likes Christmas or has a winter birthday around Christmas. Someone likes dinosaurs and they're into that kind of stuff. I'm seeing um, also two owls is what I'm seeing. Someone could um, see owls like more often than other people. Like nobody really sees owls like that, but somebody does. I'm also seeing like a, a mermaid or something hugging a fish. So someone has like this natural um, dr- um, drawing to or like love for sea animals and learning about them in some type of way. Um, I also see two people that could be Christian. This could be the people, like the family you're in. A married couple could have been Christian or they could have just been heavily spiritual or something. Um, you have angels watching over you and you could believe in angels as well. Someone also is like heavily drawn to like skulls, skull tattoos. Um, you could have a belt or some type of accessory that has skulls on it and someone also could have angel wings on their back a butterfly tattoo um or some type of lucky charm a four-leaf clover type of tattoo and then someone also has either the ten commandments written or they're very like into the ten commandments is what i'm seeing so uh i don't know (laughs) that's just what they're saying is indications of like who this could be for or confirmations for some people now we're almost at an hour and we're not done channeling um there's more messages from grandpa and stuff it seemed like they just wanted to confirm with a couple people before this episode's over um certain characteristics that they may carry that may resonate so that you can know if this story is for you or not and um moving forward we're gonna finish the rest of the channeling so we'll be right back go get you some snacks So let's see what we're getting into now. I asked like what they would look like if they showed themselves in human form. <laughs> this is so cute. So um what I'm getting I use it's funny because I use my um my Lord of the Rings cards and it's like um some of you guys need to rewatch that movie or just like Google it so you can see some of the images that I'm seeing right now um, as they're describing themselves, okay? So, what I'm seeing, um, the Fae are not showing themselves. However, um, the dwarf is, and he's also showing me that he could shift into um, different energies. Like, he's very powerful, and also he's not by himself. So, it's like um, when you work with one dwarf, it's like... um, 
they don't work alone. They have their own family that they work with as well. And there's also like an elf or two in there too. Um, so what I'm seeing is like you have a... Uh, your, the dwarf, he looks like... Um, he looks like... Uh, damn it, what is his name? Not Frodo and not Sam, but it's like uh, the two brothers, and I can't remember their names right now. It just like lost me, but on the Lord of the Rings, it's like Hilgi and something or something like that. But there was two brothers, and their names are very similar, and it wasn't Frodo and it wasn't Sam, but he showed me that like in his younger days, he looked like him, and it's like now um, that he's older, he looks more like um, Bilbo Baggins when he was like quite older um, and he travels with two elves so the elves that he's explaining um, it's like light and dark elves depending on what work you need done your family needs done so like you have light elves that kind of give off like that energy of like Legolas where it's like um, pointy ears tall um, blonde um, very pale skin very like um high vibrational they might come through as like a white light orb or flash um in your time of need of like protection energetically and stuff and then it's like um the ones that do the dirty work it's like they have on like shields and swords and like armor their hair is more darker and it's like they are a little bit more like uh they look like they've been at war you know what i mean like they might have like blood or cuts or like dirt on them or something like that because it's like they're they're going through the mud for you you know what i mean um, and you all, like, even the, I feel like even the fairy king that your grandfather, um, combated, he even is on your team now. It's like, um, your grandfather proved himself as a human. Um, so it's like, he even works for you. That, that could be where, like, the other fae came from, like, because he's the fairy king, so he has control over, like, both realms dark and light so what i'm seeing is like somehow whatever you did not only did you help save them but it's like you impressed the fairy king that was a bad like he was in this messed up energy and it's like now he works with your family so there's that um but you also like since you have dark fate that works with you you also have like goons and goblins that are there that um my son's singing out there you also have goons and goblins that are um working with your family that like does the dirty work that are like unmentionable like they they're mentioning them now but it's like um they don't want to tell you too much about that part um and there's also like dark wizards um that work for your family on the dark face side but it's like that's all they're gonna tell me so i hope that helps <laughs> so you guys got like even the fairy king was impressed by papa like you know he was lit he's like oh hell yeah this one i got this one like he could beat me can't nobody fucking beat me you know what i mean like so he 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 had respect let's say that he had respect from um from this fairy king yeah i feel like um even when like certain fae didn't know how to balance um or like you know bring balance to the situation themselves papa helped and like conquered the bad and like brought harmony um and he wasn't too much really worried about the material success 
And I think that's, um, like, he was, like, even though he found their coins and their things, he, he didn't, like, wish for, you know, like, you know, some people be like, I want to be the richest person in the world, and I want everybody but to, to bow down to me and stuff. He wasn't that type of kid. And I feel like, like I said, he already had, like, family businesses where it was like, you're already balling. You already have, like, this generational wealth going on. You just wasn't a technical, like, builder person. Like, he wasn't building boats or clocks or, like, whatever little crafty things like that. It's like you want... Okay, back to the story. Anyways, um, so it's like what everybody else in the family was doing was like, uh, trades. It's like, you know, something that like someone learned and it was a craft and it's like everybody stuck to it. Maybe they had one or two different crafts everybody was good at and they stuck to that. Like, okay, you don't want to do clocks, you do boats. Okay, you don't want to do boats, you do clocks. But it's like uh, everybody's seen grandpa and what he wanted to do with his garden or with his family, with candles and herbs and stuff, whatever it was, um, they felt like you were going to struggle. He was going to struggle because it's like, um, it wasn't, it was like foolish to them. It was like, you're, uh, walking out on a limb. Um, you're just going with your gut. You're just trusting a dream. You're believing in a dream. It's not tangible. They couldn't see it, but this is something he perfected. It's like he learned to perfect this. He could have even perfected this craft as a child, like in some type of way with the, um, or it's like that was um, a gift that was bestowed upon him was just like, you know, all his dreams would come true. You know what I mean? Like he has the universe in his hand. It's like overnight he had whatever craft it was that he wanted to go after um, available to him to go after to to go after it so it's like if you want to be a gardener you'll be the best gardener everybody's gonna come to you everybody's gonna want to get produce and stuff from you you know what I mean um yeah a lot of people um that would wish sorrow upon him or like strife or hurt it's like the strife will come back to them like if anybody spoke any bad upon um your grandfather or his um like abundance or his change or like whatever whatever he wants to do if if they spoke against his heart's desires and was like you know what I mean like if there's a, a person at school or something like that and they're like oh you're never gonna be this and you're only gonna be a loser like da, 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 and you're gonna do this and forget your dreams and it's like naturally even without grandpa having to do anything the um dark fade would like make that happen to them like you know what I mean so you can notice that like when people speak about you you can notice that like um in school or like even as an adult whatever like rumors like somebody could be like oh this person's a slut and she got eight kids and like oh he's broke and he ain't never had nothing you can notice that like when you see those people that talked about you in high school that said these things about you or whatever age whatever you are you could be seeing them like years later or you run across their page or something and it's like everything they said about you they are that's like a gift that came from the dark fade like you know um basically like it's like you get the last laugh you get the last judgment in your family because of what grandpa did um yeah it's like it happened quick too it's like his success could have happened overnight type of shit it's like once he reached a certain age where he was able to get freedom however long ago that was because like you know back in the day 
you could have had a job at like 10 or 12 and you could have been a newspaper boy getting a coin or something like that you know what I mean so it's like whatever age requirement it needed to be for him to start working once he became of age it's like his success came overnight it was like whatever job or if he was like I'm gonna make my own candles that shit happened overnight like everybody was coming to him that's what I'm seeing yeah um yep I'm also seeing like that it, it was definitely a candle business that's what I'm seeing like you guys can notice that um, and a lot of your readings that you hear that you they say that like you have like a gift with fire or you have some type of candle gift or you need to tap into fire magic or something like that. Reading flames, things like that. Um, reading candle wax, like doing candle wax readings, um, making candles like that actually being a business of yours. Um, yeah, this is what brought abundance. This is like something that um people in your family could have like tried to shun away like oh um that's just something that grandpa you know what i'm saying like oh you're like oh grandpa had a candle business or you know this may sound like your grandpa even if it's not candles it could be something like in, very um eccentric like that very like holistic different healing whatever it's like you guys could bring it up and it's like the family's like oh that's just grandpa's kooky beliefs he believed if you light a candle then all your worries will go away but it's like no he's really with the shits like he's really with the shits he got like three fairies that back up his uh his whole magic like he's not playing so his shit's potent whatever grandpa makes or whatever he used to make or whatever yeah so what's happening is like um i asked about like the energies that they help you uh grandpa and the family with and it's like they help you when your commitment's being tested. Like when you can't tell certain things, like the universe is testing you in certain ways. They try to like give you messages and clues in your dreams or like, um, you know, whatever. They're trying to give you clues so that you can see like, oh, um, this is not it. Like whatever circumstance you're in right now is not the final circumstance. Like just go with the flow. Um, you know, the universe is testing you to see if you'll give up to see if you'll believe in yourself, to see if you'll find your magic again, like, to see if you will discover, um, this gift, these gifts that I'm talking about, um, so that you can show the world the real you. Yeah. I feel like somebody that's listened to this got a lot of answers about their bloodline or about their family that they had no idea. They could have been trying to communicate with their ancestors recently and been asking them for insight, guidance, and things like that on where to go next or, like, who you guys are. Maybe you guys can't find a lot about them or, like, you don't talk to your family or something. So what I'm seeing is, like, um, you guys got a lot of answers. Somebody got a lot of answers out of this reading, and I'm glad to hear that. I'm also seeing that, like, somebody's gaining uh, momentum. Like, their energy is recharged. It's like, oh, shit, my family's this, it's that. Oh, my God, this is me. These are the gifts. Let me learn about them. Let me activate them. Let me, you know, first things first, make sure you're healed. Heal all your shadow aspects. You know, work on yourself, your self-love, your self-respect, your self-work. Because no matter how long you try to sit down and meditate and activate these gifts and all that kind of stuff it's not gonna come through activated if you're not healed first and then you gotta eat healthy you gotta change your diet you gotta stop you know hanging around lower vibrational energies that just want you to drink fuck and smoke and 
pop pills or whatever the fuck you're into, you know, gamble and shit. Like, you got to stop hanging around all that kind of shit so that you can open up. And I see a bird outside confirming this. You People need to understand how spiritual the world really is. So it's not going to just be like, oh, I hear this, I'm activated. No, you have to put in the work first. There's a lot of work to do, but it's like once you get there, once you surrender to the divine, once you give everything to the divine and you just trust in them and you follow spirit, you follow your intuition, your gut, and you follow your dreams, it's like that's when you realize all your personal issues that you thought were issues get resolved. Because it's like it's all the illusion. Like I was saying, this world, everything like that's an illusion. Um, also, some of you guys are seeing yourself through this illusion as well. It's like this facade that you've been for, what, 28, 29 years, 39 years, uh, 24 years, 16 years, however fucking old you are, 18 years old, 56 years old, 42 years old. There's a lot of different ages I'm feeling that's listening to this podcast right now. So however old you are, that you listen to this right now and this may be your story this may activate you it's like this is the time that your personal issues start reaching resolution because it's like you're at the end of this tough cycle now you're able to understand what's been going on you're able to understand like what's been happening with your family with generational things some of them you know you might be the black sheep in your family like papa to awaken everybody it's not saying go around to your aunties and uncles and try to smack them and get them to wake up it's saying that you change the way you are so that they can see it just let them see it you gotta lead by example you gotta show them you don't have to tell them shit some of them ain't gonna you can say it they don't not gonna get it it's like you gotta show them show them that you can get out of it show them that you could be better and things like that okay yeah, a lot of you guys are, like, getting knowledge and wisdom. It's like some of you guys also is, like, your um, your vision. It's like your vision. You've been able to see things that other people can't see. Like, for example, it's like, um, like I just said in the beginning, like something about predicting weather, something about reading the clouds, being able to predict when there's snow, rain, Um, sunshine hell you know like it's like you can see things that other people cannot see um someone else has a uh, someone else this is your family but i'm saying like this might be all in your bloodline it might not be you all in one it might not be grandpa all in one somebody may have one gift the other person may have another gift somebody may have all of them some of them may not be activated take it as resonates that's why i'm saying somebody Somebody in the family can predict weather. I know this is grandpa, but he's saying, like, moving forward, he could have passed this gift along to a female in the family. It could be you. You could be a female that's listening. I also feel like if you are this female that's listening, um, he could have also passed down to you and others in your family the gift of um, empathic abilities. But it's like clairtangency in particular. Um... You could be right-handed, but it's like your dominant hand, when you shake people's hands or when you touch people with your dominant hand, the one that you reach out to others for, you could feel their energy in it. Like, if you sit there and hold somebody's hand for a second and just, like, hold their hand and, like, feel their hands pulsate with yours, I bet you you'll get some type of, like, just quiet your mind. I bet you you'll get some type of insight. You ain't even got to tell them what you're doing. Just hold their hand for a second. And it's like you could tell, like, if they're going through something or something like that. Both your eyes have been awakened. So it's like, okay, 
normally was like um i'm not gonna get into like ancient kemet and stuff like that in this reading because this is more like fae um and those are like the gods and stuff but i will say that's like um you know like um the right eye is like raw the left eye is thoped so what i'm seeing is like um now you're able to like see like before it's like with your right eye gone and it's like raw sees everything it's like um you only had a certain bit of knowledge you know what i mean you had all the knowledge but you didn't have like the wisdom and you weren't able to see things um, from a different perspective so I feel like now that you have this full perspective with this podcast it's like you can um, get yourself awakened and activated or it's like it's gonna activate some memories within you or something like that so that you can begin this new life with these new gifts and things like that so I hope that makes sense <laughs> that'll make sense for who it needs to make sense for um let's see we're almost done so i did ask um what did i ask with this one i think the full story like anything else that they needed us to know that probably wasn't mentioned in the other decks previous i think it's some water that wasn't mentioned on the previous deck um so that's what we're about to get into and i believe we're done so this should be the last one so he's saying like at first it was almost like hogwarts training like people that work watch hogwarts or anything like that it was like that with grandpa at first like he could have started off with learning to protect and defend himself um before they gave him this abundance so it's like like i said he found them he found out about them when he was a kid and it's like he worked with them all the way through and he was like teenager all that kind of stuff like that right he's getting older but it's like he could have had bad people around him or just like hanging around the wrong crowd or he just didn't realize like the the people that he was around was not the best energies for him to um step into this abundance you know what i mean like maybe they doubted his gifts or whatever it was they could have doubted his magic and he was new at all of this so it's like um remember i told you when he was sleeping under the tree and things like that they would give him these downloads on who to cut off, who to walk away from, things like that, so that he can get this abundance that he he was manifesting. So it's like at the time, the fairy king, it's like at the time the fairy king was sitting on the gifts that he wanted to give him, is what I'm seeing. Um, but it wasn't like a total loss, like he knew it wasn't a total loss. He was working with, um, he was working with the nymph. And, like, um, he's working on with the nymph on, like, energies that was, like, um, overburdening. Like, what I'm picking up is, like, maybe the older he got, um, there was a lot of women throwing themselves at him. Is what I'm seeing, too. Like, Grandpa could have been very attractive. Or maybe, like, because he had this, um, nymph magic. Remember I said, like, naturally because he found them, it's, like, their magic um essence like kind of um kind of like spilled over on grandpa so it's like um because grandpa was working with okay let me see how i can explain this so okay so you got the dwarf that's very resourceful he's helping make like weapons and stuff he's helping make like you know rooms or he's teaching them how to set up protection around the house and things like that around the garden whatever whatever right 
And then it's like um, the fairies and stuff are helping him with dreams so he can see who to cut off, right? Um, but it's like since he, the more he uses the fairies, it's like with this water nymph that um, that he freed from that he freed from uh, this fairy king. It's like the fairy king's keeping the money until he can fully prove himself at the end of this journey. And I feel like he had to turn a certain age before the fairy king, like, gave him this abundance with this money, right? But grandpa knew that. And it's like he's just working towards this goal this whole time so that he can get this final gift of, like, instant fame or instant stardom or, like, abundance in his craft, whatever business he had. And it's like, um... The thing is, since he was working with this high priestess fairy, and she had glamour magic, so it's like it's making him more attractive and shit. And then he is also working with a nymph. It's like making him um, alluring and seductive and shit. So it's like everybody, like, the more he worked with them, because that's all he could work with at the moment, really, involving magic, the more, like, sexy and appealing he got. <laughs> so it's like... Papa was like the man like everybody wanted him and it was like women from all over were like throwing themselves at him the older he got but it's like he was able to see through them by using judgment to like you know using his uh dreams and like what they were telling him like oh no that one just wants you because it's like you know this one like they would show him the future like it's like he was able to like time travel a little bit through his dreams and like live out small lifetimes and dreams with these women that were throwing themselves at him and like able to tell which one was like the one or not you know like oh no she don't got no emotions or no I shouldn't show her no love because she just want she just want me because she can see that I'm destined to be great you know what I mean something like that where it's like this person is just throwing themselves at you because it's like the same way um you can tell somebody got a bad energy. It's like you can also tell when somebody's blessed if you just look at them. You know what I mean? So it's like they could see that. And he's like, I'm not about to give my love to none of them. You know? So it's like for a while he could have stayed single or he could have been like a virgin for a long time because it's like he wanted um, this ideal lover. But I also feel like he felt like um, he couldn't get this ideal lover until he had his coin right. Or until he was able to, like, impress this fairy king because he felt like, okay, if I get this overnight success, somehow, like, this woman or, like, this this ideal girl for me will come along. It's, like, something that was kind of, like, in his subconscious. He didn't really, like, wish for it, but it's, like, it was in his deep subconscious. Um, And it's, like, the women that was coming at him were, like, heathens. Like, they were whores. They were, like, teaming up. But it was, like, um, it would be, like, friends against friends, like, pitting against each other, trying to offer up a cup. Like, you want this cup of love? No, it didn't work. It's almost like Cinderella. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're all vying after this prince. And he's, like, I don't want none of that shit. Like, you know? And um, and he also, like, could tell that they were trying to use love spells and magic against them. All of that shit was reflected back onto them in the worst way because it's like when you put love spells on people that shit backfires that's why i don't do that shit like i don't do love spells people be coming to me asking me oh can you do a spell for me i should no i can't because if you don't have good karma that shit comes back to me and it fucks up my shit and i don't play that i make people do their own do your own damn spell 
Shit, fuck. <laughs> you ain't about to fuck up my generations because you tricked me into doing a love spell for you, you know? So, yeah, they try to do a love spell on them and it would all backfire. It's like they would wait and, like, watch and see what would happen and it would never work. <laughs> <laughs> it would just like never work because the fairies like knew his truest heart's desires and knew who he was truly manifesting so none of their actions involving magic or like trickery were supported they didn't have a garden full of fairies that was working with them they didn't have that shit so it was like it would just cause them tower moments after tower moments and for people that don't understand tarot tower moments are disasters downfalls like you know what i mean the more and more these women heathen slew sluts was throwing themselves at your grandfather because he was just working with this fairy magic he was just so lumptious like it was like he was just scrumptious like it's to the point he was he wasn't a king of pinnacles because it's like he didn't want to be a king of pinnacles a king of coins somebody that's just all about material things he had houses cars blah, blah, blah. he didn't want to be that he wanted to be like he wanted to have an empire he wanted to be bigger than that and he wants to be known for more than just like his his uh passion or like how he is in the bed or just how attractive he was he had bigger goals than that he wanted to like retire young or not like have to work forever to be able to like enjoy life to give back to others like he had a really big mission and life purpose is what i'm saying and it's like um what i'm seeing also is like the women that were sent were like it's like almost like um Okay, just because he had Dark Fae that worked with him doesn't mean, like, all Dark Fae worked with him. It's like, you could have had, like, demon devils. You know how you'd be, like, new levels, new devils? So it's like, the more he got popular, got famous, or the more people talked about him, it's like he had a new devil to face. And um, each time, it was like, maybe somebody tried to, like, buy him out or, like, tried to buy out his idea or something like that is what I'm saying that downfall too but what i'm seeing is like he had several tempting luring energies around him like the women or like maybe like investors or like people's like oh that's a brilliant idea boy well you ain't got enough money to you know give me the plan or give me your blueprint or give me your design plan or whatever and i'll take it down there and i'll get it patented and then we can you know whatever the fuck like it's like they're trying to buy grandpa's brilliant idea but it's like he wouldn't sell it because he was seeing a dream that it's like someone that was just trying to stop his shine stop his magic and like i said he wasn't a fool he wasn't dumb he knew not to sell out he knew not to give up his last wish like his last wish was this and he knew like the more he worked and did what he's supposed to do and like worked on his strength then he would get everything he was supposed to get so he's like i'm not tripping off nothing y'all trying to offer me you can't offer me shit you can't offer me no money to get my gifts you can't offer me no coin i'm not about to sell out i'm not about to do none of that shit he knew that the fairy king was like testing him these other dark energies could have been sent by the fairy king because remember i was telling you like um before he fully could give you his gift because it's like he I told you, like, that he proved him wrong, but it's like I kind of skipped ahead. So now we're talking about, like, how he proved him wrong. And it's like, um, it's, it's like the Fairy King sent several options in different things his way to try to see if he would cave in and, and, and give up, like, everything for, you know, something meaningless. You know what I mean? So it's like he sent women 
He sent sex. He sent other opportunities for investments. It's almost like, um, yeah, he sent other people that could have, like, other opportunities for him to get rich quick or, like, other little schemes that were just, like, temporary illusions of money. Big sums of money. Small sums of money. Just anything. Like, are you going to sell with a small offer? No. Okay, I'm going to bring a bigger offer. No. Okay, I'm going to bring a prostitute. No. Okay, we're going to try to get this girl to marry you. She's going to seem wholesome. No. Okay, well, shit. Like, you know, and it's like everything did not work. Nothing he did worked. He could have also, like, um, yeah, he could have also sent, like, childhood friends or, like, something like that. Like, someone that he always crushed after when he was a kid that he tried to, like, manipulate. Like, this fairy king was not playing. He was, like, testing the fuck out of your grandfather. Um, and the whole time, it was, like, this fairy this fairy high priestess she knew what was going on it's like she um she was 10 steps ahead of things you know what i mean like um she could see what your grandfather couldn't see so she was showing him in his dream time and that's how he was staying ahead of the game with this fairy king like um i'm telling you whoever this water nymph that he captured and had in captivity that you guys were fighting to get back until you guys got her back, he allowed you to work with these two energies and, like, work with the dwarf to, you know, defeat the army and do whatever y'all have to do. But he did not believe that your – he didn't believe that grandpa could do it. So it's like everybody was, like, pulling together to help grandpa. Like, his money was tight. It didn't matter. They made shit happen for him. Um, when it came to, like, fake love offers and stuff, they would, like, shoot them out the way. Or, like, not shoot. Shoot. Like, shoot, shoot, fly, don't bother me. Like, shoot them out the way. Or, um, or, like, do something to manipulate it so that it didn't work. And the only woman that they let come around him was, like, she was very gifted. She was, like, a high priestess herself. Like, she was just very gifted. She can see things also. So, it's almost like um it was like his match and i feel like this took time like it wasn't something that happened overnight the love interest it took time you know with that and there was like bad other battles that um they had to get across before he was able to get his love but when he when she did come in it was like um you know like slow and steady wins the race you know what i'm saying so that's how he was able to notice like okay i like her Cause it's like all the other ones were like quick to try to sleep with him, quick to try to like bring up babies or marriage or just because it's like they could see that he was destined for greatness or he had some type of godly, angelic type of aura around him where it's like, what? There's like an air of mystery. Like, who do you work with? What? Ha- like, how do you, you know? And it's like somehow they can energetically feel like he was just blessed. Like, even if it seemed like he came from nothing it's like he always had more than enough like you have just enough to take care of all your needs where that you're living in, in somewhat comfortably you might not know where you're going to get tomorrow's money from because you're living so um by spirit but it's like he always had it somehow and that's what made him abundant he didn't have to stress so basically with the work like working with the nymph and the fairy in the dreams and stuff like that he not only got his business off the ground or got his ideas out to the world but he also like in a way defeated and befriended at the same time this fairy king and got his respect earned his respect 
he also um, found his wife. So that's how, like, you know, your grandma and grandpa that, like, stayed married until their death or however they passed, um, it's like they stayed married all the way till the end. It's because they were destined to be together. Like, he literally waited for everybody else is what I'm saying. So I asked about um, a little bit more about, like, um, the realm that these fair are in and, like, what it looks like when they are around your grandfather. And um, they're telling me that they lived, again, they're confirming that they lived in the garden. But it's, like, something about um, your grandmother or, like, a long time ago. Because remember I said I'm reading for, like, the fourth or fifth generation. Like, your grandfather or whoever this resonates for could be like a fourth or fifth generation whatever y'all name is um so i'm reading for them so it's like the first person from the first generation that started all these names um whether it was the whether it was his wife and or him that started the garden um they buried some type of heirloom or some type of family heirloom or coin is what I'm saying like your family could have like some type of ancient coin that belonged to um the fey realm like a fairy king or a elf or a dwarf or a leprechaun something like that but they had a coin that was like fey it was a fey coin it wasn't like a normal coin and it had no presidents on it or none of that shit like no rulers no kings or queens on it it was like some shit that was like ancient so they had this coin and they buried it in the garden and then they you know put the garden on top of it and from there along with like um yeah this was a female that did this so okay so you're the first whoever the first is in this bloodline of yours his wife is the one that started this garden. She took the coin that he gave her. It could have been a family heirloom. You know, when you have a wife, you're like, okay. Even if they was back in the day, they couldn't afford a ring or nothing like that. All he, Or, like, maybe all he can give her was, like, his grandma's ring to wear for marriage and, like, this coin. She took that coin and she nurtured it with love and, like, she planted it in the garden. And then um, decided, like, it's like they went out on a limb with their marriage or, like, their connection was very unique and different i feel like a lot of people in their family before them did not want romance or they never experienced romance before you know what i'm saying it's like they um could have had planned marriages or things like that back in those days but it's like they manifested um love out of this okay so even if they were like kind of arranged um it's like they made the best of it but it's like they also manifested love it's like when they first came together it was like a range is what i'm saying but they manifested that love would come from this and it's like they just followed their heart with it and trusted in the universe and they also planted intentions and from that it's like it grew your grandma um is what i'm saying like the first whatever the first grandpa you have on your bloodline this grandma she comes from a, a a bloodline of witches. She could have, like, three sisters. They almost remind me of, like, Charmed. But, like, she has three sisters. She's one of three sisters that are, like, witches. Like, they have their own um, group or, like, coven. Or actually, no, I'm seeing four. She's the fourth. So, she has, she, there's four sisters. Is what I'm saying? They're, like, a coven. And, um, 
like she connects with them as well like they also was like into astrology and like reading the stars and things um yeah that's deep they're into reading stars and like uh planets and things like that placements sisters like were really into like astrology reading the stars um planets moon cycles rituals things like that um and this is something that they did together i feel like um she healed her heart it's like something about she was tired of heartbreak so something could have happened to grandma um before she got with your grandfather is what I'm seeing, where she, like, did not trust in love, she didn't believe in love, um, she could have been, um, this could be a trigger warning for somebody, but she could have been, like, um, raped or, like, molested or something like that, um, is what I'm seeing, yeah, and it's, like, um, she could have, it could have happened to more than just her, like, to her sisters or something like that, um, but what I'm seeing is, like, that hurt her, she could have felt like, um, out of her sisters because if you think about it way back in those days it's like they kind of determined your virginity to be like um your most prized possession so like if they're arranged marriages and they're marrying you off and stuff and then you're not a virgin even if it's not by your own fault it's kind of like oh you're just the other sister you know what i mean so it's like um her other sisters could have got married off before um her or like she was the last one or like a lot of people turned her down because they realized she was already used but it's fucked up because it's like she didn't ask to get raped or hurt so I feel like she didn't believe in love or like love was very hard for her or like she had mixed feelings about it so it's like what happened was like when she um the crazy part is it's like how I said he he was waiting for the perfect person and like at the same time he didn't experience real love like he never experienced real love himself because everybody was throwing themselves at him like little sluts and then it's like this this only this 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 random woman that he's never met before she's not the type to throw herself at anyone because of what she's been through and just that's not her character um but she's also had heartache and things like that so it's like when they met finally like once he got through with freeing this nymph and like he turned the nymph down so then that allowed him to like balance out his energies with this whole promiscuous thing the glamour magic and all that and he was able to like um use it to be resourceful and like market his business or you know different things like that and it wasn't like such a stressor by attracting all these women it's like once he balanced that all out he noticed that it pulled in the one it needed to pull in instead of like him having to find like the na- the needle in the haystack, you know. It was like he was led directly to her. Um in some type of way. They could have worked together, is what I'm saying. Like, um, yeah, I'm seeing like he he did something crafty, like, um he could have like made candles or made herbs and like she needed herbs and candles for her business like I said she was a witch so it's like um they that's how they work together it's like she would enchant the candles or something well naturally already because he is his garden his energy it's like him making the herbs doing the herbs and then like making the wax and all that blending it in it it's like it's already potent but like 
her magic on top of it, like her enchanting it or dressing it in some type of way, writing a spell, sending it off to people, it will like heal others. So it's like they made this a family business. And it was like healing the heart of others. It could have been like love healing or something like that. I don't want to say love spells because I don't see them doing love spells. But it's like energy healing when it comes to like love. That's what I'm saying. Um, Yeah, they would travel. It's like I also see travel or like she would travel. Um, Yeah, she could have been like uh, grandma's giving me the vibes of like a gypsy. Um, she could also like you could have Romani or Turkey, uh, Turkish ancestors or something like that. But she's um, she's showing me, um, or also um, ancestors from northern India, like mine, they're from northern India, but they started traveling, so literally they call themselves Roma, but that's where they first started, and they would just pack up all their stuff and go. They lived on the road, and that was like very unique and different back in these days for like anybody um in your family at least because I feel like they the other ones stayed stationed they had like little shops or like little merchant shops or like little boots or something and like they were like no we're being guided like us as a couple both of them were like very powerful like the Hierophant and the high priestess is what I'm saying so he's like he gets divine gifts from the Pharaoh and God and angels and stuff about ideas on what to do and how to move next and she would also get divine gifts and downloads. She might have even been like an oracle, did tarot, did cards, healed people, maybe been like a doula or a midwife. Like, very, very holistic, very powerful. And then he had the money to support them. So they were just like on the road, bro. They like, they was living like nomadic lifestyles. Yeah. The emperor came out in two different decks. He was on top of his shit. So I don't care what nobody says about grandpa. Grandpa's a fucking boss. Yeah, they're showing me like a gypsy cart or some type of minivan. You know, I don't know what decade this is for you guys. Um, But it's like they're showing me this. They did not get caught up in like what other people would say or like trying to distract them from their goals. They were like literally high off of life is what I'm saying. Some of you guys could have, um, this could be like your grandfather that was like, young in the 70s or something where they was like going to festivals and doing shrooms and shit like that like it could have been during that time too where it's like um he's like the fifth person in the family or the fourth or whatever and it's like he's the only one that became a hippie and he was like oh he had this famous like poncho shop or like they made like beaded necklaces or something some shit like that you know what I mean where it's like hella indifferent and it's like eccentric and like you know, he was into, like, the stars, the moons, the cosmos, and shit like that. It's like, oh, your grandpa just did shrooms, and no, it's not like that. It's like, grandpa's really with the shit. Um, they could have also, like, went and partied in other places, other cities, other festivals, brought their music to places. I feel like, uh, your grandma, whatever she did, she was so talented. It was like she was a star, or, like, people, like, were drawn to her energy. Um... Your grandpa has, like, the stories that he told are all true, and he has a very gifted sense of memory. Even if it's, like, at a certain point in time, maybe he had, like, Alzheimer's or he was starting to develop, like, dementia or something. The thing, the kooky things that was coming out was not so kooky. It's not so kooky. It's, like, those were actually true. And, like, you know, he, like, as much as people are, like, oh, he's in and out of it. Like, he's talking about fairies or something today. 
no grandpa knows what he's talking about it's like those are still memories it's like he's just telling you guys what he remembers from a child if that makes sense so it's like he's like oh they're here they're sitting over here or you know they're in the room today or they're talking to me today or something like that like the older he got um grandpa he was telling you guys more and more memories of him being a child and actually seeing these energies same with grandma some of you guys' grandma could like had a crystal ball or read a crystal ball or she did some type of form of scrying and meditation is what i'm saying um a lot of you guys are born with these same gifts it, it since they work so much with these energies it like it's um a part of your generational gifts now and that's what i asked about too like how did you guys acquire these and it's because like of the love and support um that you that they have for each other but also like when your grandma buried the treasure under the garden and then put a garden for the fae on top of it it's like that's the biggest treasure that they could have ever gotten so they've been working with her with like seeing the future and predicting things some of you guys could be her reincarnated you'll notice that especially if this relationship sounds like your relationship this could be like a past life reading for you more so um that's not for everybody that might be like for four of you guys that's listening I'm, I'm hearing um yeah but you guys got really potent ass magic in your family hella potent um to the point like you guys could have noticed that one of the trees in your backyard or somebody's yard in your family got struck by lightning and like if it has that tree's magic as well now it's like um it's like a gift from the gods like if you go and meditate under that tree that got struck by lightning when you're a kid or that's on the land or something like that it has magical powers and gifts is what i'm saying it could help activate some type of um gift that you have involving fire and candle magic yeah also you meditating and sitting under the sun could help that working with sunstone and firestone as well they want you to start working with the elements more being in nature more um, if you're single right now, they're saying it's like something about you have a family that's destined for you or you have a um, energy that is destined for you. But it's like if you've been attracting people that are like, quote unquote, losers, um, they don't want them in your generational wealth. It's like, you know, what I'm saying like I just listed off throughout this whole podcast how abundant your family is and like all the hard work that grandpa put in. So it's like if you're going around and you're not taking it seriously and you're dating a bunch of losers, even if you don't intentionally mean it, they're wanting you to like heal yourself so that you don't attract losers because it's like you have kids with them and it's like now they're a part of the family, but they don't want them to get these gifts and things like that in their bloodline. So it's like a lot of times your ancestors will like break people up or like you think it's rejection or you get rejected or something, but it's really like rejection is protection rejection is a blessing sometimes because it's like they're, they're they don't want them to have these gifts like energetically because maybe you know you might not see the bad in them but they can see everything and it's like if this person had this gift in this bloodline they might use it for bad you see what i'm saying like you know so that's just something for somebody um yeah also what i'm seeing is it's like um your grandfather your grandparents used to sit outside a lot and meditate like i feel like they had a very strange way of doing things and like people didn't understand what they were doing but they were getting messages for example grandma could have had like some type of what are those called like not a cot but like a 
hammock. I think it's a hammock, but it's not. She wouldn't use it like a hammock. She might have used it like a hammock, but there's something else where it's like, um, maybe she could stretch. It's like a form of like yoga or something. When it's like the little thing is hanging and she puts her body in it, like she stretches. It's like ribbon, ribbon yoga. Or, y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about, bro. It's like you know the little thing that they hang and like they. It's like some circuses have it and they can like go in the air and fall down. It's like they do all that stuff with ribbons. And, but it's like the ribbons wrapped around them and they don't drop. I don't know how to explain it. It's like they climb a pole or like a, a rope or something, but it's not. It's a ribbon. Whatever that is called. It's like she does something like that. And, um, or she used to do it when she was younger. She would stretch and work out with it. I don't know, bro. I'm like, that's gonna bother me. Ah, damn it. What is it called? I'm gonna find out what that's called, too. Um, it's like some type of gymnastics or some type of um, something like that. You y'all know what I'm talking about, but yeah, she does that, and it's like she would um, she would do that until like a point where she would kind of get some type of enlightenment or dizziness. She could also be Norse, like I said, that's something that Odin did, but it's like he cut himself until he um damn near died, until he seen some type of runes when he was um blindfolded. It's like she does a version of that, but she doesn't do any of the painful stuff. It's like she'll stretch until the point like maybe she's dizzy or until she feels like a ringing in her ear or something. And then she'll get downloads. You know what I'm saying? It's like a very awkward, weird way that she does things and people just think she's kooky and crazy. I'm telling you, some of y'all grandparents are like, they were like teens or like young in the 70s or something. And like they were like off that whole trip. So it's like... Now that they're older, people be like, oh, they're just like Cheech and Chong, you know, they should be lit, you know, listen to them, they say, no, I'm telling you, they know a lot. What I'm seeing also is like, yeah, somebody, these, this couple, this couple reincarnated into your family, okay? Even if they passed away and it's like, oh, my grandma and grandpa that you're talking about passed away in this lifetime when I was a teen or a kid. That doesn't mean nothing. They can still come back in the same lifetime. Time is non-existent. It's not linear. You can't count it. It just, it's here. It's just there. You know what I mean? It's like you can be in any realm that you want to go back to. You can look different. You can have the same energy. Somebody could remind you of somebody. Damn, that person reminded me of my grandma. It probably is your grandma's soul. She just, it's not in your family. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, that that can't happen. So what I'm seeing is this couple's back. It might it could even be somebody that's listening and their husband. And it's like y'all incarnated into your family again. Something like that. You're gonna know if it's you because you're gonna see like if this is you, you're gonna see something that resonates in your dream time or in a vision or something like that. Or you may get like a glimpse of this, like as you're hearing the story. Um or as you've been hearing the story, because I'm like almost done, you might get like some type of visions or flashbacks or something. Um, or your third eye could get pressure on it. You might even get like a pressure headache or like um, on top of your head or like the front part where your third eye will be it could get pressure on it is what I'm seeing. Um, and that's how you can know it's for you. You also can get a lot of racing thoughts um, about this. Take some time to just like you know don't stress yourself out trying to figure out this is you or not like nine times out of ten if all that's happening it is you bro like you don't don't stress about it you know it's okay (laughs) yeah i'm feeling like in this lifetime 
right now the energy that you're in is it's like um especially if you're single um you haven't quite met this person that's destined for you yet for some of y'all like um if you're single and this is resonating and and you're coming back in this lifetime because it's showing me the person that you've been manifesting you guys are not quite in your each other's lives yet like it's at the point where um in the story where um you guys are testing the strength your strength's being tested your commitment's being tested and um and like maybe you guys are seeing who's good who's not you're walking away from situations things like that you're healing your heart so it's literally like everything i just said is happening right now for somebody listening and you're realizing that oh shit she just read my past life yeah and i just told you how you got your gifts and how your family got them and acquired them so somebody i'm listening to is i mean i'm somebody that's listening to this is either the grandfather or the grandmother of this family reincarnated and whatever gender you are or even if you're a woman and you carry a masculine energy you could be the grandfather and um you know and you're just in a female's body this time around it literally could be any way um because that's how it works <laughs> that's how it works but it's showing me that you came through a portal the same star system the same uh yeah the same star system that um that the the sisters remember i said there was a witch the 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 four sisters that was like a coven that was this grandma for you coming back it showed me that you just came back through the star system it's like you knew there's a certain portal through a certain star system that you just came back through to come back to this specific family and then for um the grandfather it looked like for him um the fairy king it's something about the gift that the fairy king gave you allows you to um also reincarnate into the same family your magic is very powerful you can go anywhere that you want but it's like you like coming back here for some reason so i don't know man that was hella juicy i'm like i kind of want to go listen to this one um that was very very interesting that is our entire reading um so again take it as it resonates how things work is time is non-existent so some of you guys that be like oh my grandma is my archangel and you know she passed away when i was two and or some of y'all you know they passed away before i was born some of you guys are those people that's how ancestry works or like even if your ancestors are very gifted they could have passed away in the 1600s and you could be just that powerful ass witch or that powerful ass person in your family from the 1600s that came back you know what i mean it's literally like it's 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 whatever (laughs) spirituality is just so deep it's like it's whatever there's no logical there's nothing logical about the time or about anything that happens in spirituality it's like you know just stay open to all the different possibilities but for some of you guys listening this was your past life story and this was like a regression reading so you can understand um where it all started for the others of you, this is literally your grandfather's story, and you're just um, understanding the different gifts and things that you guys carry in your family, and why you carried it, and where it came from. So I hope this helps. Um, please let me know on like my TikTok or my YouTube comments or anything like that if this helped. Um, I think there's also a way that you guys can send me messages or something like that on here, on Anchor Podcast at least. Um, however you need to or my email as well um holistic goddess 888 
at gmail.com if you guys want to email me there and let me know how you guys like these podcasts um or how it resonated i would love to see that if it's about any other bullshit i'm just gonna delete it and not answer it so like you know there's people that be weird or whatever but y'all know y'all know how i am anyways thank you for listening love you guys um i don't know what my next one will be actually no i'm lying it's gonna be um breaking down dwarves and nymphs because i feel like the same way i broke down elves you gotta kind of know a little bit more about them to understand the story and we didn't do that because you know things got switched around by my elf so (laughs) until next time when i break it down we'll probably do another um ancestor reading um besides that just like a general reading on what they may want the collective to know and work on okay some guidance and stuff like that so i'm always doing a little bit here and there find the episode that you need to hear listen to it for entertainment or for guidance that's what i'm here for i love my job i love doing it and i love my people that support me And I appreciate you guys. Peace.